Imagine you are unafraid. Well, okay. You're afraid, but you're doing it anyways because you're more afraid of not doing it. Imagine making your own rules, your own playbook, your own red light, green light on everything in your life. Your beauty, your body, your health, your success, your entire freaking life. Imagine feeling fully heard and fully seen and exactly who you are, leaving no part of yourself uncovered. If you're ready for that, then you are ready for taking up space the podcast. Here, we are having the tough conversations and we're ready to heal our trauma. Not only are we sharing our stories, we are owning them, big time. In this space, we embrace ourselves fully, owning our bodies as they are, owning all of our uniqueness. No more playing it safe, no more staying quiet, and no more letting society or diet culture call the freaking shot. It's time we take up the space that is meant for us and make our own rules, define our own beauty, and define our own freaking lives. We all have space on this earth meant for us. We all have a story, a passion, and a purpose. And they're meant to be shared. They're meant to be heard. So let's take up space. Hey guys, today we are back with a... Another beautiful, just an amazing conversation, amazing story from another beautiful badass by the name of Jess. And she is so awesome, so amazing. And she shares so much insight into her own journey and what she's had to overcome, what she's been working on, and just how she is helping be another beacon of light in this mission. And how she is just out there ready to hold the hand of anybody else who needs that helping hand like myself so the story is magical and she brings so much light from the angles of you know being a mom being a wife and you know those are some angles that I I really can't bring to the table because I am not married and I do not have children so yeah I do love when I can bring women on who are in different roles than me. Of course, I love bringing everybody on because we all have a different story, a different perspective because we are so unique and individual. But you know what I mean? Like I can't bring that motherhood perspective. I can't bring that wife perspective to the table in our missions like so many of of you guys can. So I love when I get the opportunity to talk with someone who is a mother and is a wife because you know, we really get that perspective. And that really is not the main focus of this conversation. We dive into so much about body positivity, self-love, anti-diet culture, all of that good stuff too. But it's just great. It's just great. I'm not even going to keep you waiting because I've already kept you waiting long enough. So let's dive right on into the conversation and be sure to check out Jess on Instagram. I linked her Insta in the show notes. Okay, dive in. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. So let's just dive right on in and uh, share with me your story. Tell us all about you. All right. Well, I am a wife. Um, got married actually almost two years ago exactly. Um, I have two little boys, a four-year-old and a 15-month-old. Um, so, yeah, like mom life. but um, Probably super busy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is super busy. Um, so, um, let's see here. I actually had like lost my mom had passed away back in December and that's kind of where all my, uh, self love, uh, 
you know, body, uh, I, I guess body positivity or whatever, but more, mostly self-love stuff that kind of like kicked in after, after that. So this past December, like 2019. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of, uh, kind of unexpected. I mean, it was kind of a weird, <laughs> weird situation but it was kind of um it happened pretty quickly but yeah so hmm I'm sorry to hear that uh, yeah that's life but um yeah so then after that I uh I've actually like always had like I don't know if you want to, I don't like saying weight issues but like I've always like kind of like lived in a larger body you know mm-hmm. I was, like, super um, obsessed with, like, eating, uh, you know, quote-unquote healthy and all that stuff. So, but I was more, like, self-sabotager. So I was, like, get, like really down on myself. Um, this has, like, happened. I mean, uh, this has been going on, like, for as long as I can remember. Like, right. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, but then after my mom had passed, um, I still, like, found myself, uh, instead of, like, grieving and, like, you know, just taking care of that whole, like, mental state, I kind of stayed, like, in that, I don't know, state of, like, I needed to, like, jump back in and get, um, you know, start focusing on my health, quote-unquote. I, I don't really like using, like, I don't know, terms like that. I'm not unhealthy, but, um, and, uh, like, I was just, like, super down on myself. I'm, like, depressed about it, and, uh, so I think it was like probably like around the time like coronavirus and stuff all happened. I don't know. Um, I just kind of had like a major shift and I just thought that was like really crazy that I was um, so focused on what my body looked like instead of like grieving the death of my mother and, um, you know, focusing on a major pandemic. I mean, that's, a, that's all like a lot of really stressful stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah. So that's kind of what like kickstarted that whole deal, but hmm. yeah, that is really interesting. Um, but I think it, it proves a beautiful point that I always try to get across is that a lot of times what we're doing, like binge eating, quote, quote, mm-hmm. overeating, all of you know those sorts of things. Um, you know, even just what looks to be like a healthy quote, quote, diet controlling quote, quote, what you're eating, you know, being mindful, all of those sorts of things. You know, I always try to stress people that like, a lot of times we use that as a coping mechanism for something. And it seems like in your case, perhaps that may be what was going on, you know, rather than, you know, what you're saying, mourning the loss of your mother, you were kind of trying to do so but coping by shifting your focus to something that you had more control over yeah exactly yeah I totally think that. I think that um yeah like almost probably my entire life I think that uh yeah like by being able to control my weight and you know like what I put in into my body or like how much I ate like I always had some sort of control over it instead of actually like you know uh, feeling whatever you know I have been feeling for for so long I think that that was like my main focus over everything like my entire life like Mm -hmm. looking back on it now so yeah Yeah. kind of 
kind of weird how like how that's how that's all worked and i i you know i don't know it's like society is all i don't know like it all just makes you think that you there's like a you know massive amount of stuff like wrong with your body and really it's i don't know like very much like mindful but nobody like wants to talk about that like deep-rooted uh you know messy stuff that can really get to you so yeah because diet culture wants you to continue to think that something's wrong with you so you need to buy into all of these tips tricks tools you know things that you could purchase to basically keep filling their pockets when really you know like we were just saying the binge eating the, the controlling your food all that stuff is a coping mechanism plus the neurological and you know psychological aspect of eating when you're eating we don't really think about it but it really actually numbs in a way like you're thinking and and you're feeling it's like a distraction so that's why i mean i always try to like really push for people to have forgiveness with themselves and have grace because you know you're you look at your binge eating you're taught so to say to look at like your habits and your eating habits as like a horrible thing that something's wrong with you but you're just trying to cope and protect yourself and and get through the day sometimes you know so there's just so much that goes into it and and i i love that you now realize that like you can speak to that and and realize hey this is this might be what has been going on all along yeah yeah and it's crazy because i feel like for for a long time like i could kind of um feel like something was off you know like um i don't know how like the best way to put it like i could just feel like something wasn't wasn't right i'm like okay like you know there's all these rules and stuff and then not only that but like then you have somebody like telling you how like horrible your body looks all the time you know nobody wants to talk about like you know deep-rooted problems and it's like I don't know it's just like for the longest time like something did not sit well with me so like after my mom passed um and all that stuff and like a couple you know it's probably like four at least four months um you know like I just remember like it almost like hit me out of nowhere I feel like and I'm just like this is not like this is not right like it has to it has to be more than you know than my body and what what we're being told like it just yeah I don't know this isn't it just wasn't making sense so I just kind of went with it and then I realized like there was more like emotional um you know emotional stuff to it than than just hating on on my body and I think the um the emotional aspect of it is more has been more difficult than like loving my body like I feel like I've accepted my body like a while ago. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I had to change it, you know, because <laughs> I'm like a thicker girl and, you know, I love, diet culture loves thin. So, mm-hmm. you know, you think you're not like healthy unless you're thin. But, um, yeah, like the the emotional part of it is like what really kind of like threw me. Yeah. It, so. Yeah. So let's dive into that, what you just said a little bit, because I, I, that's so interesting. So you're saying, if I'm hearing you correctly, that you feel like, oh, for a while now, even perhaps before your mom had passed, that you've accepted your body, mm-hmm. but you feel like for still this whole time, even though you've accepted your body, you felt like you had to change it. Yeah, like I, I, like, I just felt like I, and I think I felt like this, like, my entire 
like ever since I can remember. And I think it's because um, I, I guess I didn't have like such a, like a, like I wasn't, not that I'm, I'm not hating on my body or like, not that I like didn't dislike it. I don't really know how to explain it. But it's like, like a lot of people would make like comments about it. You know what I'm saying? Like they would like, comments um, about your body? Yeah. Like I've had like family members, um, you know, and I can like remember for like, you know, times in, in high school on the bus, I had, um, uh, they'd call me Porky. I've had other people, um, say stuff about my stomach, which is, it, that's like one of my bigger insecurity places. But, um, I just feel like I, I don't remember feeling like as bad about it until somebody started saying, like making comments about it or, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, when we see like pictures in, in magazines or if I have that, that are like, you know, before and afters, like of celebrities and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, well I'm her size. Like what's so wrong with, you know, or like I have, have had people reach out to me and it. Like I, I used to get like really upset about it. Obviously since on my journey, I, it's different, but um, like I've had people like reach out to me and like, you know, tell me they can help me with like fat loss in my stomach and stuff. And like, that's the kind of stuff that, that like, um, like I think that's like like what exactly what I mean. Like I haven't had like so much of an issue until somebody like brings it to like brings it to my attention like it is an issue. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. Like I yeah. swear, like I could just hire you for a spokesperson because like you <laughs> are just hitting nails on the head because it is true. Like we and I and I drive this with intuitive eating, but with really body image in general that like we don't see an issue with how we're eating or our body and there really isn't an issue until somebody teaches us that there's an issue conditions us to think that there's an issue or that there's something wrong with our body or the way that we're eating right yeah and that's exactly what like um you know i i mean even like say like right after um i had my first child you know then I have all of a sudden have people like messaging me like you know shortly after I had I'm like hey mama you know you ready to get like back in the groove and get healthy and lose that baby weight and stuff I'm like oh my gosh you know like I didn't you know maybe I need to like lose weight and stuff like I was just like I would get like super super down on myself because like then all of a sudden it's like okay so am I like super big like I don't you know like why do I have to lose weight and then you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just like a, I don't know. Like, once people start making comments and stuff, I'm like, like I said, not so much now, but, like, before, then I would start, like, really, like, beating myself up because I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't be, you know, this, mm-hmm. I can't be, like, as big as, who knows how, how big I would get. I don't know. Like, it would just be, like, I don't really know how to explain it. Yeah, it's just, just like all of these like thoughts and like almost like fears in, in your mind that you probably would never have even had if somebody didn't, you know. Yeah, like you just start thinking that something's wrong with you because somebody else has, um, you know, has said something about it. And I think that that's like my biggest thing is that like who really defines like what quote unquote like normal is you know what I'm saying like okay so why isn't my why isn't my body considered normal mm-hmm. you know and I'm just like uh, so what are you saying like I have to, in order to be normal or accepted like I have to be 
you know, like have a certain body type or if I'm not, you know, thin or working towards like losing weight then I'm not doing anything with myself. I don't know. It's just, it's like, I just like diet culture is just like, it's a crazy, like just mental, you know, kind of mind blowing thing. That's still hard for me to like wrap, you know, because obviously we're all, like also conditioned with what, you know, whatever we're taught. And so it's like still even hard for me, like when I'm talking about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what, what I, and what I am saying, making sense because, you know, I don't know, like conditions are so long. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, I always stress that too, that, um, you know, even myself, it's a never ending process because even though there's so many of us who are on our journeys, whether, you know, we've been on it less than a year or for several years, we mm-hmm. still unfortunately live in a society that predominantly is still promoting thinness as the yeah. superior. And right. so we still have to come combat that and we still have to navigate our lives through that right so it is still very up and down and all over the place so yeah yeah (laughs) it is and it's hard to um I think you know sometimes it's like yeah it is kind of hard to like navigate through and like you know I have to kind of take a step back when I start feeling like that and like you know talk to myself like yeah you are what you're doing is you know is good. I, I feel like sometimes, you know, I don't know, kind of take a step back and whatever makes you happy and feel good. And, um, you know, what's going to help you like love yourself. Um, I don't know. It's like, just, you just got to do it. I feel like for the longest time I thought like by losing weight and like, um, you know, making sure like if I was eating quote unquote healthy or, uh, working out, like, you know, if, if I would have just done like this major, like fitness, health nut that uh I would be like super happy and like all my problems would just be like you know gone I would just be like be happy in my in my body and stuff and that's like that's not the case by any means so and I realized that once I started my my little journey here Mm, yeah absolutely so let's I'd like to like take a step back and dive into that a little bit so you had mentioned that you kind of felt this way along before your mother had passed. Um, so what, what kind of was that like, what do you think, um, contribute to it from the beginning? Um, as far as feeling like, uh, something wasn't right. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I just, I really just feel like, um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like that, like there's so many rules around, um, you know, what you need to do or what we should be doing, should be doing to be healthy and quote unquote, you know, um, and it's just like the rules were just like constantly changing. And I feel like, um, every time, like, you know, you'd start to take a stride as in like, you think you're doing really well, you know, um, then all of a sudden, like, something changed. And then, all, you know, then all of a sudden, like, whatever food you're eating is now a devil food. Like, don't eat that. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, at the end of the day, as I'm doing all this stuff for, for like, years, and I'm trying to um, choose a healthier lifestyle, I guess you could say, 
then all of a sudden like things change and then I'm right back to okay so I can't eat that I can't eat this you know you're that has too much sugar in it you're not supposed to do that and then all of a sudden it's like okay then what do you what are we supposed to eat you know what I'm saying like uh, like yeah exactly like at the end of the day it's like every single thing even if you walk the the perimeter of your grocery store aisles there's still something that they're saying isn't good for you. I mean, even like down to like the fruits and the pesticides and stuff, which, you know, I, I wash my fruit, whatever, but it's like, okay. And then, so then you're like going to organic and then all of a sudden, well, organic is like the only thing there that you can eat. And it's like a very select few things. And I'm like, what, what am I buying? You know, I'm going to the grocery store and I'm spending like $200 for, I don't even know what, <laughs> like, I feel like I came back with like, nothing half the time so and I just like that was just like crazy to me I'm like what like their hat like something is not right here like what am I supposed to eat and then I just like it was like um one of those things where I kind of like obsess about it Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I would like obsess about it but then I would like kind of I kind of have like effort attitude where I'm like all or nothing Mm -hmm. so then I kind of caught myself like self-sabotaging a little bit and just kind of like it just wasn't it was just like very toxic for me I feel like I was like talking about how bad I felt and how I couldn't keep up with all these rules and stuff and then you know before you know my husband's like you gotta like calm down on this stuff like you're just like constantly like talking about it and I, I it was just like a crazy I don't know. Like, I just felt like it was something that was not right, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, it was just basically consuming you. Yeah. Pretty much. That's how I felt. Like, I, and I didn't, uh, yeah, it was, like, consuming me completely. And I was, like, I, I don't know. I just thought that, I don't know. Like, I was just, like, a big, unhealthy, like, flat blob I guess from you know like what like diet culture like teaches you it's just like there's so many so many rules and I just don't understand how it's like that I just like it's like super hard to live by all that stuff so absolutely yeah and like we don't you know we're so focused on our physical health and you know diet culture pushes our physical health that we don't stop and ask ourselves you know first off how much of this is actually that like backed up how much of it right. is legit but also what is best for me and and how most importantly is this affecting not only my physical health but my mental health my psychological and emotional well-being great exactly and I think my to be honest with you I feel like my mental health was taking like a huge um a, a huge hit like and I, and it was like over the years you know like I start to get like more and more consumed and then before you know it I'm like you know like once my um my mom had passed away and actually the weird thing was is like right before she had passed away like um I had actually started um like working out every day and for like three weeks and like watching when I was eating eating and stuff and then um the whole thing happened with my mom but that was like um it's kind of like a, a messy story to an extent, but so he actually didn't die for like two weeks um, after her like episode. 
um, but she was on a, a ventilator for uh, a week and then like on hospice for a week. So, um, and, and obviously I'm not going to like work out and then, you know, all that stuff. Sure. Like, like right after, you know, her, like all this stuff was over. I just remember like, um, you know, like you just need to get right back into it. And I couldn't figure out like why I couldn't. And then I would just get like super, super depressed because I couldn't get motivated to work out and uh, eat healthy, quote unquote, whatever that may look like. But, um, and I don't really think that, you know, and that was like kind of a distraction as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I didn't even, I don't really think it like at the time, like I was really even like properly like grieving her death because I was so focused on why I couldn't, you know, get back into working out and all this stuff and like losing weight. So then that kind of led me to um, binge eating and all that stuff because, you know, screw it, I guess, you know, so it's, a, it's crazy on, on the mental health, at least for me, for me, it was crazy. It's crazy on the mental health. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, like I said, it's very understated how um, our relationship with food can definitely be used as a coping mechanism. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until, you know, probably a couple months ago, like once I started to kind of, you know, dig into um, my feelings and stuff. And then, you know, now I realize uh, it's not really like about the food or my body and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I, I feel like the mental health, like people just really don't talk about it, you know, as far as, um, I don't know, it, it feels, it seems like it's always like, you know, your body's always the one that just like you said, you know, it's your physical health, not so much your mental health and no one wants to talk about like what that looks like for somebody. And just because they don't want to like, you know, I'm not in interested in losing weight, you know, mm -hmm. do I want to get to a point where I'm like taking care of my body? Um, th that feels good to me, uh, you know, of course. But, um, you know, I think I have a lot of like healing mentally to do before I start like, um, completely, uh, you know, throwing myself back into that stuff. And like, mainly like with exercise and stuff, I, I feel like I have like a really love hate relationship with, with exercise. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? So Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Once you have, um, like what I always tell my clients and what I always see is like once, and I obviously my own personal experience, once we do kind of, I saw, I say, like call it see the light, um, you know, we, we definitely go through stages, you know, we have to learn what our relationship looks like with all these different things. So, yep. yeah, and yeah. that's exactly, that is exactly right, because I feel like at this point, you know, I'm kind of starting to get a little bit where I I am kind of starting to feel like um, I would like to start like working out or like having more of like a workout routine. Um, and like a couple months ago, I'm like, you know what, you can't get me to work out right now. And I think it had so much to do with like feeling like I had to change my body or, you know, and like all these rules around where you have to work out at least like 30 minutes a day every day and you know, it needs to look like this, that and the other. And, um, I, I feel like, you know, like it's okay for me to, to be like, if I just want to do like some yoga, like that's fine. You know, I used to think I had to do some like heavy, heavy lifting, you know, high cardio intensity, um, 
workouts in order to, but at that point I was, I was trying to change my body and I was trying to lose weight and burn a lot of calories and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I do. I notice like big time the stages and like, you know, I think when you start to like really, um, dig deep and like you start to know your worth and, and really start to like find the love for, for yourself. Um, that stuff just all kind of comes natural. Like, yeah, I guess you, I, I guess I would say like naturally. So I kind of feel like I'm starting to get to that, um, that stage. So it is crazy. Like the stages that you go through and it, it's cool to, like, I just think it's like kind of like a cool feeling. Yeah, it is. It is very liberating at times too. I mean, I always say it's kind of like an up and down roller coaster all over because, you know, you have those moments where you feel so liberated and you're like, you feel on top of the world because you're pretty much, it's like, I always like to joke and say it's like your F you, you know, vibe because you just want to yeah. tell, you know, die culture and society like F you, like I make my own rules. I call my own shots. But then of course you have those days and moments where it does feel, you know, defeating and difficult. Oh yeah. And they get easier to navigate through those moments. Um, as time goes on and as you, you know, walk along your journey, but mm -hmm. I don't know if they ever really go away. At least they yeah, haven't. I no, I think that this is like um, something that's going to be lifelong. I mean, you know, obviously like we're all like in order to love yourself. I mean, we're all up against like a huge battle against, you know, diet culture has been around here for, you know, ages. And then, you know, like, society in general I mean we're up against like something huge and I think that that it is going to be like you're going to have your moments I mean I just had like a couple days ago or maybe it was like a week ago I honestly felt like uh, you know like I had those really liberating moments and then I actually felt kind of defeated um, a couple weeks ago and I felt like or weeks ago whatever um sometimes I feel like it's, it would be easier to just go back and to just focus on my body because that's the only focus I have instead of focusing on my mental health and, you know, um, my emotional health and like, you know, basically like coming face to face with the issues that I have and that uncomfortable feeling, um, you know, when I was like working on what my body looked like, it was, that was the only focus I had, even though it was like a toxic, you know, a toxic relationship. Um, it just seemed easier. And I felt like that, you know, a week or so ago. And I'm like, man, maybe I should just, maybe I should just throw in the towel and it would just be so much easier, you know? And, but that's not, that's not the answer. And that's what I've been doing, you know, honestly for a good 20, probably 20 years, really. So, um, and I feel like I've worked really hard to um, even get to the point that I'm, you know, that I am right now. And even if it is a never ending journey, I'd much rather feel, um, you know, feel like I am now than have to worry and be like in a super toxic, you know, relationship with my body. So, yes, oh, that is literally like the golden statement, the golden statement, like no this journey of self-love and ultimate self-care is not really easier than going down the path of trying to follow diet culture and society's way of, you know, living. It's just 
going to give you everything that diet culture promised and never delivered. Exactly. Right. Right. But then that's like how it's always been, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Hmm. yeah, it's, it's hard to go against, um, it's hard at times to go against diet culture, you know? And, and I think that sometimes that's what gets like super exhausting is that, you know, I don't know, like, you know, we're still just up against like, you know, like living in, you know, where sin is like super accepted and it's hard sometimes to, um, to deal, not, I don't know if I want to say deal with it, but I guess deal with it to an extent. Like, it's just like, ugh. but you know, like I said, you know, it's, it's better, better off like mentally and, and not to have to go down that like toxic, toxic place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to speak on like what you were saying about having to deal with it, it's like, we have to live in a society where it's almost like we have to choose between trying to be accepted by the masses, which yeah. if we really ask ourselves, we want to be, do we care to be accepted by those masses? Probably not, but, right. but we are human. So it's like, we have to choose between, you know, our own personal happiness, health and well-being versus, you know, trying to be accepted by the masses. And it's not fair, you know, so right. many of us, different types of women and different types of bodies for different types of reasons, you know, feel that way. Um, but it's, it's as uncomfortable as it is, we all have to stand hand in hand so we can, you know, raise our voice and have our voice and our vibration be louder than that of society and diet culture so that we can say, Hey, like we all are okay. Like we are all perfectly good human beings. Yeah, exactly. Because it's really, it really isn't fair. And it's like, you know, I, I, since like I've seen the light, um, you know, I realize more and more, um, like how much stuff, like I guess like how nothing like that I was like super unaccepted, but you know, like I I I think back to, you know, even like I don't know, like w- when I go buy like clothes and stuff, it's like okay, um, like where the hell is is you know like. I don't know if you want to even say plus size. I don't like, where are like the, the higher sizes here? Like I can't no. fit into anything. And then it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just like, and that's, ooh, oh, sorry. I'm like, um, I don't know. It's just like super, super frustrating to, and I'm just like, at what point, like, are we all going to be considered, I guess what you would call normal, you know, like, I don't understand like why there's so many different, like, why it's not normalized, you know, it's, it's like kind of hard to wrap your head around. And then I kind of get like, mm-hmm. I just don't understand why it's not <laughs> like, why, why? Yeah. I guess that's all I got to say about that. Like I, I was going to go into something else, but my mind started yeah. getting all jumbled. <laughs> yeah, I do that too. Uh, yeah, it is. It's like, you know, they, it's not like, they, it's like they normalize being thin, but they, um, almost like they prioritize it. So they, they yeah. try to look at it like they, they cater to those who fit into the thinness, um, but they, they kind of leave out the rest of us. And, right. you know, and, and, that, and that's not necessarily, you know, I always like to point out that, like, it's not to knock women who are thin, you know, because some right. women's bodies are just naturally like that. You know, there's no shame in thin women, but we're yeah. just as equal and just as beautiful and just as okay as those women are, too. So. Yeah. Exactly. 
yeah, and then it's like, yeah, like, you know, yeah, I don't know. I always, like, I guess I just think back to, you know, I don't ever knock, you know, thinness or, like, obviously everybody has their own body type, but it's like, you know, even when you're, like, watching TV, there's a lot of thin, um, you know, like, in movies and stuff, and it's like, I always think about, like, um, I don't know, it's like, movies and actresses, it's like, everybody has to be, like, super thin, and it's like, where, mm -hmm. like, why can't you just, like, normalize bodies? Like, why does, why does everybody have to, like, look one certain way? Like, you have no di diversity in, mm -hmm. in body types anywhere. It's yeah. like, and I feel like I have kind of seen, like, a little bit more, um, you know, like, you know, people in larger bodies, like, well, I was, I was shopping the other day, and I did see, like, an ad, like, you know, a girl in her clothes, like a model, who was, like, a bigger, um, in a, in a bigger body, but, I don't know. I'm just like, where's like, where's all the diversity? Because we know that 90% of people, I mean, we all have different bodies. Like no one really has the same, same body. I just don't know why we can't like diversify it a little bit more. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so. definitely. And we still have a long way to go because, you know, I think they, yeah. like you said, they are coming some ways, but like even thinking of the last, you know, maybe a couple of years, like five years, the movies that have come out, um, one that pops into my head is like the movie I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumar. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. I have not seen that, but I heard it was a good movie. Oh, it's so cute. But even then, yeah. like Amy Schumar, you know, they're trying to like break some of that stereotype. But even then, like, no offense to her, but like she's not really even like that big. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and yeah. you know, so again, not trying to categorize us women, but like where is the diversity? Like you said, yeah. even in movies and things like that, like, where are the women who represent the other type of women, you know, women with different body sizes. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with any of them, but where, why don't we see all of them? Right. Exactly. Like, I feel like in the movies and stuff like that, like you only get, like, I don't, I don't know what they consider to be like, I don't know. I feel like it's just like, you know, like kind of like a knock in the face. Like, um, yeah, I don't consider to be like Amy Schumer to be like, I, I guess I still like look at her sometimes and I, and like, she's not, her body doesn't, I'm still bigger than her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day. So I guess it's like, okay, what do you, what, what does society consider to be like, you know, diverse, I guess, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's still, like you said, like, kind of still goes towards thinness. Uh, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like your diversity is not really diverse, my friend. Exactly. Yeah. Like that doesn't really like, yeah doesn't really look much different than the other actors and actresses that you have on TV, whatever. Yeah, it's it's definitely very, very frustrating at times, and we still have a long ways to go, a long yeah. way to go, but it's a good fight that we're fighting. It is, and it, it yeah, it's definitely a good, good fight, and, um, you know, I, I like, I like being a part of it. I think it's like really super important, obviously. Um, you know, not only because I've been, I guess, like bigger my entire life. Um, but it, you know, and I just feel like everybody should feel like good in their bodies. And I don't, I hate, you know, the thought of like, you know, people feeling like crap and like, and I had felt like that for so long. And it just kind of, um, once I had seen the light and even when I like, scroll through my social media and stuff sometimes it's just like you know it's just like super sad to see people just 
you know, hating on their bodies so much or, or thinking that, you know, their bodies are not um, good enough and that that's like a problem. Yeah. And, you know, so <laughs> even when it is exhausting, I'm like, just got to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. So what made you decide to start sharing your um, journey and your, you know, your perspective, your thoughts and all of that on social media? Um, honestly, I think it was, uh, I don't know, like after I had seen, I feel like I've dealt with this, these types of feelings, like as far as like, um, you know, with diet culture and like feeling for a long time, like, okay, something's not right. Um, and then being treated the way I had, I had been like, um, growing up, you know, the comments that were made to me and I had felt like for a long time that my body was not good enough. Um, and then, um, so I just like started sharing, I guess. I just felt compelled to, um, share my story because, um, you know, I guess if someone else like resonated with me, like maybe I could help them, um, realize that their bodies aren't, aren't the problem. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, I don't know. Just, I just felt like I needed to start sharing and I just started sharing and I just haven't really, haven't stopped since. And, uh, I feel like too, um, a lot of my stuff is like, uh, you know, deals with like self-worth and like knowing that I'm worthy, um, you know, and, and like emotionally and stuff like that, like not just my body, but like me as a person. And um, so it kind of compelled, like I feel compelled to share like that too. Cause I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of women especially feel like they aren't worthy, you know, or like they're un- unimportant. And I, I, I just don't want other people to feel that feeling. I feel like it's like really, it's a crappy feeling, you know, who wants to feel like that? So, I just started sharing and I figure if it helps somebody, you know, even one person a day, then I guess my job is, is working or, or what I'm doing is working. So. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And I, I truly believe too that, you know, with every, cause I, I feel wholeheartedly kind of the same, um, you know, that when one of us, one more of us kind of shows up and starts speaking out, we help another woman somewhere or man, to to realize that it's it's okay to take up the space that is meant for you on this planet like exactly yeah yeah and i feel like uh you know like for the longest time i thought that that like i don't even i don't remember like even feeling like i deserve to like take up that space you know and it's like um I don't know. Like, yeah, like, just like you said, like, if I can just help one person feel like, you know, they are worthy or, you know, remind them that they are worthy and that they, you know, deserve to, to be here and do and and take up their, their space. Like, I don't know. It just, I just think it's like a super important, a super important thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what um, would you say is, is like kind of been helping you? Because you're in the, it's probably been a little, almost a year now since last December. But um, 
your journey's still kind of newer to you. So what would you say is really the biggest things that are helping you through your journey at this point in time? Um, well, I think, well, there's probably multiple things. Um, I think really just like, I have to like make sure that I the kind of myself every single day. Um, and I have to forgive myself and give myself a lot of grace and that kind of stuff is hard to do, but I have to like remember, you know, and like talk to myself, I guess, like every single day about, um, about it and kind of just have to like let go of, um, you know, I don't, I guess I don't like spend too much time. Like, uh, I, I, how do I want to put it? I guess I'm trying to think of like the best way to describe it or, um, I honestly, I feel like it's just like speaking like really kindly to myself and like being, trying to be as positive about my body and what I'm doing. Um, I've been also like journaling a lot. Um, and that kind of helps like, you know, with my emotions and, um, that self-awareness, you know, um, Mm -hmm. I think like the self-awareness is what, is what's huge. So if I kind of am aware of, of the different things that I'm doing or the different habits that I used to have and kind of keeping that, like, you know, being mindful of that, that has helped a lot. So, you know, and then I like, you know, I listen to podcasts and stuff all the time. I, I basically, it's just, I, I try to surround myself with like a lot of positive, um, a lot of positive things. You know, I talk to myself positively. I listen to um, my um, what self development, um, and whether that's you know business related or my body positivity stuff, um, stuff like that. So I just try to keep it like real positive. I try not to get sucked into anything um, that makes me feel crappy. Yeah. That's that that part I think is a huge part. And I bet the conversations that you have with yourself now kind of look a lot different than when like, you know, even a couple months ago. Yeah, they do. And it's like, um, it's real. it's really, it's, it's crazy like the seasons and how like, you know, like how much I've grown and I can tell like a huge difference from now, um, from literally like just a couple months ago. Um, and I know that it's, I'm only going to grow more, you know, and, and it's only going to get better. Um, even though it is like, you know, I'm going to be working at this for, for a long, long time. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, I used to be like really, really negative to myself and I never really realized it until, um, you know, I started uh, seeing the light and, uh, yeah, now I, I have to make sure that when I do start talking, like, negative or you know if I start having like negative feelings that I kind of have to um I have to like shut it down real fast so and that makes a huge huge difference um I think that's like one of the biggest things that's helped me is literally like the self the self-talk yeah it almost sounds cheesy but like it really is powerful it is it really is and like I don't think that um I never realized it before, like how, you know, not only when I was like obsessing over whatever the heck I was, uh, diet culture stuff, um, you know, like I would, even as little as like, if I would do something, 
um, that was like embarrassing. I, I, I instantly was like, oh my gosh, Jessica, you're such an idiot. And, you know, like I remember saying it to myself all the time, but I never really realized it. And then once I started kind of like on this journey, I'd catch myself saying that and I'd have to like, okay, you know, like you're not going to say this to yourself anymore because that, even that, you know, you think it's such a small thing, mm-hmm. but you know, you, you just call yourself an idiot over and over and over again, you know, you kind of start like to believe that you're not smart and that you're, you know, so I had, I shut that down. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to say that to yourself anymore. So yeah, I do pretty good. I catch myself every once in a while, but um, I think I've done, done a lot better at that. So that's awesome. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing with me and chatting with me this evening. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's been, it's been fun. I was excited about it. Absolutely. Well, before I do let you go, I have one question to ask you that I ask everybody that comes on the podcast. And that is, what is your definition of taking up space? Um, well, my definition of taking up space is being able to be like your true self without um, having to change or to feel ashamed of it, mm. honestly. I love that. Yeah. So simply put, but so powerful. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I mean, I think that's the, the best way I can put it without like going on a, another like <laughs> rant tangent about that. Um, yeah. I think that like, being able to be your true self and just, um, yeah, I mean, don't shrink for anybody else. I think society is really, really good at, um, you know, making people feel like they need, they're smaller than what they are. So, yeah, being able to be your true self and be you, do you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, where can people come find you and hang out with you? Because I'm sure after listening to our chat, they will definitely want to. Uh, on Instagram, um, it's life's a mess with Jess. Life's always messy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I am on Facebook, and that's just under um, Jess Reed. Mm, awesome. And I will link those in the show notes so everybody can come uh, find you and check you out. Okay. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on another episode of Taking Up Space, the podcast. And if you're loving these episodes as much as I am, please, the best thing that you can do to show your love and appreciation is to share the podcast episodes with those that mean the most to you, with those that you feel would appreciate and get something so beneficial out of these episodes because that is the sole purpose is to reach as many people as we can and to help affect and change so many lives for the better. So I love that you were here with me and until next time, guys, bye.